0: Hi, and welcome to Father Luke's Homilies. This homily was preached in the Catholic parish of St Mark's, Ipswich, for the third Sunday of Lent, Year B. I pray that this homily is helpful to you. God bless you. The Lord be with you. And with your spirit. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Just before the Jewish Passover, Jesus went up to Jerusalem, and in the temple he found people selling cattle and sheep and pigeons, and the money changers sitting at their counters there, making a whip out of some cord, he drove them all out of the temple, cattle and sheep as well, scattered the money changers' coins, knocked their tables over, And said to the pigeon sellers, Take all this out of here and stop turning my father's house into a market. Then his disciples remembered the words of scripture. Zeal for your house will devour me. The Jews intervened and said, What sign can you show us to justify what you have done? Jesus answered, Destroy this sanctuary. And in three days... I will raise it up. The Jews replied, it has taken 46 years to build this sanctuary. Are you going to raise it up in three days? But he was speaking of the sanctuary that was his body. And when Jesus rose from the dead, his disciples remembered that he had said this, and they believed the scripture and the words he had said. During his stay in Jerusalem for the Passover, many believed in his name when they saw the signs that he gave. But Jesus knew them all, and did not trust himself to them. He never needed evidence about any man. He could tell what a man had in him. The Gospel of the Lord. Destroy this temple, and in three days I will raise it up. I like Jesus, I just don't like the church. It's obsessed with sin. The Gospels are great. Jesus telling us to love everyone, brilliant. But Christians, they leave a lot to be desired. I wonder if you've ever heard anything said along these lines. I have. There is in our modern world the kind of thinking that likes to cast Jesus in the role of a a kind, hippie, gentle, loving, non-offensive person, tolerant of all, who floats around making people feel good about themselves. And if a Christian dare raise an objection against some moral position, it's not uncommon to hear a rebuttal along the lines of, Didn't Jesus say not to judge? And, Jesus is loving and accepting of all. Surely you should be more tolerant. Tolerance, of course, has become the modern virtue par excellence. The problem with this thinking is that it's just simply wrong. It's false. Let's be clear about this. People who think like this have never read the Gospels properly and have never encountered Jesus Christ. Jesus is not tolerant. Tolerance of itself is not a good. Jesus is not a domestic fluffy character that can be bought out on occasion to make us feel good. Or posted as an inspirational quote alongside the Buddha or some celebrity on Facebook or whatever social media platform you like to use. Jesus is disturbing. Jesus is radical. Jesus is God breaking into our world and disrupting the trajectory of sin. Yes, Jesus does say, Love your neighbor as yourself. Jesus says, Of course, he does, Judge not, and you will not be judged. He says, Be merciful as your heavenly Father is merciful. But this same Jesus also says, I have come to bring fire to the earth and how I wish it was burning already. This same Jesus says, take up your cross and follow me. This same Jesus says, if your right hand causes you to sin, cut it off. In today's gospel, Jesus marches into the temple. He makes a whip and drives out market sellers, scatters coins and, throw te- and throws all the tables about. Jesus, brothers and sisters, is anything but meek and mild, and he most certainly isn't tolerant. Could you imagine what the BBC would do with the story if it happened today? What would the headlines be? praised religious leader, desecrated temple, or perhaps self-appointed Messiah causes riot in the religious capital. But no, of course not, because we're all supposed to believe that Jesus is gentle and tolerant of all people and all things. Well, Jesus is not tolerant, and neither should we be. We shouldn't be tolerant of things that are wrong. We shouldn't be tolerant of bad things. We shouldn't be tolerant of sin. And if we don't know what sin is, look to the Ten Commandments. The Ten Commandments are spelled out in stark clarity in our first reading today. Notice how they are. they are commandments. they 're not suggestions. They're not nice ideas or helpful hints. They are commandments. There is no wriggle room here. They are still God's word today as they were when they were first given. You shall have no gods except me. You shall not kill. You shall not steal. God does not tolerate stealing, murder, idolatry and injustice he's not tolerant of the things of god being used for commodity he's not tolerant of irreverence of god's name being used in vain notice how he spells that out very clearly do not misuse the name of god we have lost sense of our notion of sin and that's really important because we have lost sense of our holiness of the holiness of god we do not treat god lightly He's not tolerant of the poor being set aside. He's not tolerant of attacks on human life and human dignity. He's not tolerant of immorality. He's not tolerant of sin. Why? Because he knows that sin has one end. Death. And he is going to know that death personally. On behalf of us all, very shortly, we preach a crucified Christ. A Christ who knew the reality of our sin in a way that we could never comprehend. We do not preach a tolerant Christ, because a tolerant Christ is not Christ. Brothers and sisters, we are not called to be tolerant. We are called to love. Love God and love neighbour. Yes, of course, God is full of mercy and compassion. Yes, Jesus forgives our sins and offers to us a fresh start whenever we get it wrong. But he doesn't do this by tolerating evil. He does it by dealing with evil head on. And so must we. Destroy this temple and in three days I will raise it up. Jesus was talking about the temple that was his body. After his resurrection, Jesus sends his spirit. And through baptism, we enter into the same body. Jesus physically rose from the dead, and in doing so, he also raised up his mystical body, the church. Brothers and sisters, we, being baptised, have been raised up with Jesus. We are his body. We are called not simply to follow Jesus... to copy him no we are called to live in Jesus to be Jesus in the world to be his church his living body his temple we are the body of Christ our bodies are sacred because we are living temples of the Holy Spirit we have God living within us It's an extraordinary and profound truth that we do not get excited enough about. That God lives within us. And so we too must learn evermore to live and love as living temples of God. And part of that is becoming intolerant. Intolerant of sin and evil. Intolerant of mediocrity. And of everything That comes between us and the life that God wants for us. Now, this may mean doing ourselves some violence, figuratively speaking, taking a whip and driving out of our lives anything and everything that does our soul harm harmful things we might watch on TV or the internet harmful things we might listen to, harmful words, harmful habits, harmful relationships. We must not tolerate that which pollutes our living temples, but drive it out confident that what Jesus Christ offers to us is so much more. It is life in abundance. Brothers and sisters, we need to be serious about sin because we're serious about the mercy of God and the holiness of God. That means going to confession. I hear confessions every week, and often I sit in that box with no one. The retreat last week week, had a really good take up for almost every day of the retreat, except on Friday when we were hearing confessions. I hear confessions by appointment, So there's any time that you want to go to confession, I will hear your confession. This afternoon, after Mass, I'm going to sit in the box and see if anyone comes. We need to go to confession. And if you think I haven't got anything to say in confession, then look again. Look at those Ten Commandments. You might think, oh, I haven't committed adultery. Well, Jesus says, if you even look at someone with lust in your heart, you've committed adultery. You might think, I've never murdered anyone, but Jesus says, if you're angry with your brother, then you have murdered them in your heart. You might say, oh, I've never stolen anything. But if you've even even thought about stealing something, then there is something wrong in your heart. And brothers and sisters, I say this not to convict you and say that you're evil, because I go to confession every week. I know I need God's mercy. I say it because we need to know that sin put Jesus on the cross and God's mercy saves us. And by going to confession, we are elevated. We can leave our sins behind and we can start again. Now don't say, I just confess to God. I just confess to God in my heart. Okay, good for you. We all confess to God in our hearts. We do that at the beginning of Mass. But we need to be accountable. And when you go to confession, you're still confessing to God. It's not like you're confessing to me or whatever priest. You're bringing it to Jesus Christ who forgives your sins. But what you are doing is you're giving him access to something he doesn't already have. And that's that specific area of your life that you've held on to. That you've lied to yourself about. That you think, I can deal with on my own. We need to be accountable. We need to go to Jesus and say, I'm sorry, I've messed up. Help me to start again. The sisters reminded us last week, all the saints went to confession. So don't ever come to confession and say, oh, I don't know what to say. If you don't know what to say, we can help you. Pray through the scriptures. But bring it to God because he is slow to anger and rich in mercy and wants to give you everything you want to start again the new life of Easter. Brothers and sisters, we are indeed loved by God. And we are truly called to love God and love neighbour with everything we have. So let us be disturbed by this love and drive out from our lives everything that comes between us and the love of God. Amen. Hello and thank you for listening to my homily podcast. For more information about the Catholic parish of St Mark's in Ipswich, go to stmarksparish.org.uk. If you'd like to check out my blog, go to fatherlukegoymore.com. God bless you and see you next time.